Yeah, still receiving the guidance, still writing verses and missing assignments. So it's clear where my priorities hiding. My girl long distance, I'm dealing with silence. Still slept on, but it's narcoleptic. Best kept secret, like Alicia kept it. Less the pressure, bust the pipe. There's no exceptions. Discretion gets held back with no affection. I guess it's also then in the message. Y'all out here get the first deals and confessions that I recall like it's lethal. But my decor is so deep, or so don't reach for it. I'm not liable for protection. So when this take off, don't call me for you. You listening to? I think we on episode ten. Episode ten of Threes of the Ring. Damn. Damn. Damn, I know, right, G? Shout out to that consistency, G. Shout out yeah. to consistency, G. Woo. That's a big deal. So but, that's for like ten weeks of just this. Man, that's... Well, I think we took one or two weeks off. So like still it's still episode ten, so we did it once every week. Yep. Like, that's man. a big deal, man. So shout out shout out to us, man. man. Give let's give ourselves a round of applause. Well, like ten episodes, G. But ten episodes of uh, Threes of the Ring. Really appreciate the support and all of that good stuff on mm-hmm. the real. And th- once again, this your boy Chris J. Everything no chill, no chill media teams. Uh, follow me at tw- on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Same for all my social media, uh, Snapchat and um, Instagram. Mm. This is uh Trout South. Um, back at it again. Uh, finally have me a new phone. It's an iPhone, by the way. And I love it dearly. Um Yeah, it's just the question is, did you get a case? Bro, I walked out of there with freaking five dollars in my pocket, so no, I did not get a case. Alright, okay. You didn't get a case, man. Nah man. Right, man. Hey, would your would your old case fit this phone? Uh, that case is so beat up, bro. <laughs> I see. I'll bring it to work tomorrow. We'll see. If not, I got a little extra money, G. I I I see if I could uh hook you up on Amazon, G. So see, yeah, see, you I'm just gotta, you just for those who this understands me and Daytrail's friendship right there, G. This, this is this right is there. true. Like, we we do the things that that help each other. With no, right. we don't even we don't even care. You know, we just be like, hey, you need some, Chris. I got you, my nigga. Exactly. And put out anything. Look, I'm going to censor that out. I'm going to censor that out. Well, censor it out if you feel like it was. Yeah. I didn't say anything wrong with it, man. But, I was like, hey, so. It's the lead pass, man. Exactly, but, um, man. Yeah. Came out, came out my account today. It hurt. <laughs> he came out the account today. Nigga, how you think I felt, bro? I would tell you the story. When I probably were working a while or so, when we, uh, we was going to uh, get the god darn um, Oh, dang, yeah, G. Was, well, bro, you can tell me after like, we do huh? the episode, honestly. You can tell me after the episode because right. you ain't going to get in line. But, uh, I'm actually going to probably use my, uh, my whatchamacallit. Go crazy, folks. See? Yeah, my watch uh, uh, yeah. All right, but let's get into this episode, G. We don't end up like uh god dang two hours like out of the podcast. <laughs> but, like tacos, man. G. <laughs> Shout out to y'all who listen to that, G is endure yeah. all two two hours of episode four. But let's get into this. So it's been a pretty entertaining week in terms of basketball. Like we basketball has a lot of topics I want us to at least try to hit at a reasonable time. So, but in wrestling as well, like wrestling, not so much, but we can dwell into those topics. But first things first, let's go into like trade news and all of that. So the Milwaukee Bucks made a trade. George Hill is uh, the Bucks got uh, George Hill off Cleveland. 
for Matthew Della Vadova and and they also there were some picks involved. I mean, the Wizards was involved in the trade as well. They traded Jason Smith to one of those teams. I'm not sure. Honestly, nobody gives a damn about Jason Smith. Honestly, so <laughs> that's why everybody not doesn't really talk about the Wizards' involvement in that trade. The Wizards yeah, got other give trades. Give me quick some nice of Jason Smith real quick. What do you think about that dude? Pretty much. Who is Jason Swift? Is that the dude who was gay? Who came out as no, gay? No, 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 no. That's Jason Collins. That's Jason Collins. Uh, <laughs> that dude has not been in the league since. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I ain't gonna live your life, but that was probably the worst decision you could ever make. Mm. They, were like, they were like, after Maggie Johnson, we ain't gonna want no more ball handling in this league. Mm. Mm. <laughs> problematic. Woo! <laughs> but <laughs> shout out to that problematic bar. But, uh, but yeah, overall for the Bucks, oh, and Cleveland got uh Matthew Delavadova back, and they got a first and second pick out of George Hill. So like, shout yeah. out to Cleveland, like rack up them picks because you're going to. I don't think I think George Hill was worth a second round, but not a first round to keep it buck. Yeah. Definitely think he was worth uh, like a second round. Knowing not the well. Well, it's a late first round, good. so like you got to yeah, think about saying, it. Like the Bucks, the Bucks gonna is going to really, be really good. H- like high 20s, mid 20s. So it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So yeah, so like it, he's in a sense he's worth the first round since it's a late first round pick and plus the Bucks like they have to go kind of all in before you have to throw for Greek freak is due for his supermax and we're <laughs> contemplating yeah. hey he's going to New York and shit like that so, <laughs> so that so the bucks have to try to do whatever they can to keep that man in Milwaukee everybody going to New York man <laughs> exactly the rumor always everybody starts with New York like it, it, once we hear that you may go to New York that means you may not go you're not staying with your current team cuz but you're not going to New York either. <laughs> but, but overall, I like to trade for uh, both Cleveland and uh, Milwaukee for just to give Cleveland some t- quick talk. Like yeah. they, get, you get more picks. You got to recoup as many picks as you can because when during the LeBron era, you had to throw away a lot of picks. So you yeah. need to get what you can while you can get it at the same time when it comes to that situation, and it allows you to start. It helps accelerate your rebuild as well. Like, do I believe Cleveland's going to be great in the next couple of years? Hell no, but can they be good? If they're bad Definitely. enough to get Zion, it accelerates the process. So, so yeah, let's see. But for the, but for the Bucks, um, I could definitely say it helps a lot with talent depth that they really need because outside of Bledsoe, Greek Freak, well, you're starting lineup. Honestly, it, you really don't have a lot of talent. Like, I think Tony Snell is yeah. carrying their bench. Ouch! Exactly. So George Hill is a very definitely, good. Definitely ouch. Yeah, exactly. So George Hill is a very good. On top of everything, a veteran piece, but he's also like a really good scoring type point guard who could lead mm. a bench. And that lessens yeah. the lot of strain that Greek Freak needs to do on that team because he already does a lot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I like to trade gets George Hill out of Cleveland. They getting the, all the vets out of there. Shout out to Kevin Love being the only dude probably over 30 on that team. <laughs> um, yeah, getting all the vets out. 
Uh, so I like it. Also, um, it's good for the Bucks to get to become like more of a contender. Because like a fourth seed in the East is literally just a fourth seed in the East. It's not like you. I think they the second scared. or third seed right now. I'm talking about, but when things when things got dark, collapse, and it's already in March or something. The fourth seed in the East ain't just gonna be because the Celtics getting what they need to get done. The Raptors gonna be good, and when Philly get their chemistry back going, the Bucks gonna be the fourth seed in the East. Uh, I, I believe Greek freaking carried them to a third seed over Philly. But the Bucks will be a fourth seed. Well, right now, but, uh, yeah, right now the Sixers are the third seed. Bucks are the second. Raptors is the first. Uh, and then, then it's the Pacers in Boston. Yeah, so I'm Boston's going to go on a streak. They have to probably league. They already on one. Yeah, so they're like they going to go. Yeah, so they're going to be back into. They're going to. They're going to make the. The Bucks going to be the fourth seed. That's all I got to say towards the end. But. Um, so just to get them more like you know, to get Milwaukee, I guess happy because Milwaukee don't seem like a happy place. <laughs> but uh, to get Milwaukee, you know, happy and things like that. Nature. George Hill, that's what's up. I, I like it. He gone. Just to think, like you know, is you gonna have George Hill coming off the bench? Because I rather have him. I rather have him starting before Bledsoe, and have Bledsoe bring that firepower off the bench. And George Hill is going to be able to lock down or not well, contain some of the best point guards in the league because of his defense. So, I don't know. It's up to that. I mean, it's up to, to see how Milwaukee going to do it. i probably start George Hill. Who knows? But. It's one of those waiting to see type things. And yeah, then, definitely. And then there are, uh, according to uh, Watch, he tweeted, I think, a few hours ago. That the Lakers are working on getting Trevor Ariza, which is a perfect. That's perfect. That's a perfect pickup. Like it's way better than Melo. And matter of fact, let's just transition right into this. So, <laughs> I'm, and I'm glad there was an article. But earlier in the week, there was a, a quote where LeBron said he would he wouldn't mind Melo going to the Lakers. Now. <laughs> LeBron had multiple times to save Melo's career. Multiple. Last Definitely. season, he could have said, hey, uh, Melo, come on in to Cleveland. But, and then he had another opportunity this offseason. Yo, Melo, come on to L.A. with me, man. Come on in. He didn't. He let CP3 carry the problem and <laughs> sit there and deal with 13 points. Yes, but 30%. No, no, no. Bench Mello. G, look, man. Look, G, I love Mello. Mello is a Hall of Famer guaranteed. Whoever argued otherwise can kiss my ass and lick my nuts. But mm-hmm. literally, no, I, I thought your mom was pulling up, G. <laughs> no, nah, bro, she can't hear me. Oh, Dang, okay. you can hear my mama shouting. Yeah, G. Headphones. Yeah, those uh, headphones. G, you, you, you see? Uh, but, um, but Mello, but Mello. Has not has not doesn't have a game or hasn't developed his game where he can be efficient off the bench where it, yes. it prolongs his career. Yes. Like as much as I hate to use this guy as an example, Paul Pierce was able to prolong his career for another few years solely because he was willing to take a lesser load and play more efficiently. And all of that. Now, his final year, he was ass, and I was all in for 
uh, everything mm-hmm. of Paul Pierce being cheeks. Definitely was mm-hmm. all in for. I, I clapped. I was happy. I like Draymond became my favorite player that day because he said, "Told him man, you're not Draymond. Kobe. You're you not Kobe. Kobe nigga. Not Kobe." But we're not turning to a Paul Pierce uh, firing session. But what? as an example of somebody who was able to prolong their career, who was a very good scorer and all of that, Melo being a great scorer, it's weird that you don't know how to just make the best of it off the bench. Like, yeah. people always point out he had 13 with the Rockets. Okay, but nigga, he was shooting... 40 below 40 percent at times and that's disgusting that's disgusting like if i want you come off my bench yeah i want you to get buckets but i don't want you taking shots that are stupid ridiculous Mm -hmm. it's just straight up ridiculous the rockets already had a problem defensively so to add Melo, who's not gonna play a lick of defense not just because he probably can't play defense because his age and how fast the game is played don't want to play defense Niggas at his position is gonna get him work, so it was it, it hurts the team more. It's, it's not so much a Melo being a bad basketball player; it's just Melo game just don't fit on a lot of teams, especially in the freaking West. The way you got you got four fives everywhere, and you got you know almost every team in the West just do constant switching on offense. So he got to be able to guard multiple and multiple positions. And not just you know try to contain the power forward. Uh, yeah, uh, so it, it, he was he, he was doomed. Look at but look at look at OKC without Melo. I know they got a couple of other people, but look at OKC without Melo. They pretty they they I I wouldn't call them the best team in the West or probably a top team. Definitely a top, top three team, team in the West. They oh top three. You got I know you hate the Nuggets. But you got the Nuggets Warriors. I still don't believe you in the Nuggets. They they actually they, I think they won a game. Once again, I still they, don't believe they, in the Nuggets. They they doing they cont- like once again I don't believe in. Talk to me about the Nuggets after March. But okay, I understand that. But for this regular season, bro, they're competing with three injuries on their squad. G, that's without I'm talking about three starter injuries: Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, and uh, well, all those Park. injuries just happened in a two day stick span. So sure. that is this is really going to test them because I feel like losing Paul Millsap hurts Jokic in the sense that now he has to defend the best front court player. Yeah, he, and the man he's 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 improved as a defender, but now you legit got to deal with deal with real niggas. G, you got to deal with AD. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with um. God damn! Hold on, let me look at the West. You got to deal with Stephen Ad- Stephen Adams. You got to deal with goddamn Marcus All. You got to deal with DeAndre Jordan. You got to deal mm-hmm. with Willie Cauley Stein. You got to deal with Cat. You got to deal with Lamarcus Aldridge and all of that. It, Clint Capella. <laughs> so like, you got to deal with like all them niggas, G. And it's going to really test like how well like they're going to be. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, like, definitely. but the Gary Harris, I think Gary Harris is gonna hurt them a lot more. Yeah, like that's gonna be the biggest because, like, now you already don't have Will Barton, who's oh, like yeah. probably their best score, score, legit score yeah. on their team. So now you lost your second best score, and Jamal Murray. Yes, he dropped. He gave Kyrie fifty, but 
he hasn't had like that shining moment since. Still a good, still mm-hmm. a good player, but he he needs to step up. Jokic got to take even more of a scoring load as well. So those are like mm-hmm. all the things that's really gonna affect them because like both injuries are really long term, I believe. So I know I think uh, Millsap is two weeks with that toe. Um, it's a broken to toe. And uh, this is mind. like the second and third, second year in a row where he had like some type of injury like that. Mm, for real? Yeah. yeah. Right, nah, bro. They, bro, they out there tweaking with our stuff, but I'm doing a podcast. Close my door. Um, Shout out to see Sorry. Yeah, big bro came through. Um, I apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen, but, uh, Now I can't even think about what the heck I was going to say. In a way, <laughs> if I'm the Denver, I'll consider Melo. At this point, shit. They already got, they already going to, when Isaiah Thomas comes back, but they already going to have some bad defense that I'm not getting Melo coming off that bench. Teams <laughs> that okay with getting Melo. Sending that nigga back to New York. Sending that nigga, send that nigga to the, I'm sorry, sending that nigga to the Bulls. It's going to help them. It's going to Man, I'm gonna sit there and party with them niggas at Paris Nightclub. They straight. Uh, sitting in Miami, we'll wait. That nigga both have a goodbye tour together. And Wade that's wants it. to be stingy with his goodbye tour. G, come on. And that's it. I'm saying like teams that you know either they have to be either in the middle of the rut or they have to be taken in order to 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 have mellow. You know. Because the I, you know, the the media and the it's gonna quiet the whole mellow thing if he go to a bad or medium team. Mellow going to a quote unquote they're not a contender anymore, but quote unquote contender in the Rockets. The media, everybody looking at them like booty cheeks. So they are the second worst low- team in the West, by the way. <laughs> 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 look, look at the state; well, they are the second worst team in the West. <laughs> Well, Velo goes down. That's that's messed up. I think. Wait, is they right next to the Spurs? They're eleven and fourteen. It's it's the Rockets, Utah, and the Spurs like on top of each other by a game. <laughs> that's so sad. How far have popped on? But um, like the uh, like so if you go on a mediocre team, well, shoot, you can go to the Spurs. You you know you gonna learn to do something with pop, but um. You know, go so well with the spotlight not going to be on you as much. So every shot don't, you know, make or break that goddamn team. Every miscue defense ain't going to make or break that goddamn team. So, you know, him him going to Lakers would have been absolutely horrible. I understand LeBron James is a basketball savant, however you want to say that. And you can do whatever you want to do. But having Melo come off the bench, playing with Kuzma, playing with Contagious Caldwell Pope, playing with all Lance Stevenson. That's not going to work out at all. Yeah, he's taking shots from a lot of, like, the bench school. Like, I feel like at this point, the Lakers are starting to solidify a lot of yeah. roles. So, yeah. like, you're taking Josh Hart shots. You're taking KCP shots. You're taking, uh, God dang, what that boy name? Even even with the starters, because, like, LeBron is, at this point, what I'm realizing, LeBron, Lonzo, or... Ingram, when he's healthy, or at this point, Kuzma is always on the mm-hmm. court with uh, with mm-hmm. the bench. He's, well, outside that moment where literally uh, Luke Walden starts all bench niggas, but <laughs> but like 
all like you're taking shots away in Nick and shots where are like almost guaranteed for niggas. So like, yeah, got to be wise with that. Like, no, like it's just gonna screw everything up. And I'm glad the Lakers came out and said, no, nope. we don't want Melo. Want no parts of that, G. And then a few days later, we get a report saying, hey, Trevor Reese is in the Lakers' radar. They're just looking for a third team to uh, help fix things up. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. Definitely. Like, I like the opportunity of Trevor Reese for that team, though, for the Lakers, though. Like, it makes – it's like, like it adds defense. It adds, like, a – I feel like a very positive – very positive championship based veteran. Yeah. And definitely. he also already has connections to the Lakers organization as well. So like he knows what it means to be a championship Laker type player and all of that. So also you can switch him with Ingram with LeBron and that's gonna work out beautifully. Not switch him as in like trade for I'm talking about like Ingram need Ingram go to the bench, have Trevor Reza come out, play that same role Ingram played when, you know, always switching on defense. Yeah, yeah that. I get and you he's saying defensive sense, yeah. And, and also, he's going to make that, you know, that, that um, what's that called? Uh, the open three. <laughs> yeah, the open three and also the, uh, that what's that they use it for the term on 2K when a nigga, the catch and shoot three. You yeah. know, he's he going to make, because, you know, that's I think that's the problem with what the Lakers got now. It's not just they also they just miss the open threes too, but they also missing those catch and shoot joints that's so critical, like off the fast break, off the LeBron drive. That's mm-hmm. gonna give them some some momentum. And with Trevor Reza not having to have all that weight on like he did, he's playing with like a LeBron led team. And if you think Chris Paul and God Don James Harden is unselfish, imagine playing with God Don and Lonzo and Bron. So you know, like yeah, the, a lot of the defensive load is off of them. Like if anything, yeah. your your sole purpose on the team is you're coming off the bench. You're coming off the bench to literally play defense, and that's gonna be a a beautiful pickup. And also, if they could find, if they could get Trevor Reason and find a way to get Bradley Beal without losing Ingram, <laughs> next you got a squad. <laughs> next to impossible. You can give a pick. You can get two first rounds. It, once again, if once the Wizards decide they want to give up Bradley Beal, it's going to be for a young piece and picks. It's not going to be just picks, especially from the Lakers who are going to be in the twenties and in the draft <laughs> selection. Mm. But if they can find it's mad, baby, you're gonna be like, look, man, I got this needle here, bro. I'm injecting <laughs> somebody's soup inside the inside this facility. I need Bradley Beal. <laughs> Another problematic one, uh, <laughs> uh, but nah, um, definitely. I just the Lakers team if they can pull off getting Trevor Reason, that's gonna be a big up. It's gonna be a decent. They just gonna have to you know integrate him into the office again. Um, Which is not hard. Like he's he's thing, not though, asking for much. Quick. I know we probably ain't got this on the thing, but I'm pretty sure we got time to talk about this real quick. Quick. Yeah. Um, if you're the Timberwolves, what you doing right now? Like, what's the game plan? <laughs> With them, it's a weird. It's weird because it's like, hold on, wait. It's been an interception contest between the Bears and the Rams. I'm watching the game, by the way. But uh, sorry, but if I'm the Timberwolves, it's weird because the thing is about the West. Everybody is literally on top of each other, uh, no homo, when it comes to record. Like, 
literally, like when I say, you know, the Rockets is like the sec- second worst team. They're mm-hmm. six games away from being in first place. Yeah. So, and that's how close the West is right now. Yep. So, it's still too early to say, yo, truck it, trade everybody. I mean, not trade everybody, but like, truck it, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And all of that. So, honestly, I feel like a lot of teams going to figure out by All-Star Weekend where they feel like, okay, do we want to be buyers or sellers? Because I feel like the West is going to have to figure something out, like by mm-hmm. All-Star Weekend, because it's really a log jam right now yeah. in the West. Okay. It's legit a log jam. Man. It's yeah, not yeah, sad. Yeah. It's sad. It's good. Shit. It's, it's perfect, but I'm talking about for all the sense of the Timberwolves. It's sad because yeah. the way they roster looking out, right? Cap about the, I don't know if Cap money finalized right now. But it Cap is. It's the, is he already signed the contract. He, he's there. You gave that nigga that, that nigga Gee. Andrew Wiggins. Gee, the problem oh. is Wiggins. That's he the, de- he's, he's so hot and cold, though. Like He'll have a good game. And I'm not talking I don't about remember like the last time he game. had a good game. I think the last game I was looking, yeah, I think the last he had like 20 points or something like that. Um, uh, recent games. Oh, well, his last three games he's been better. Like yeah, yeah. Last game against the Warriors, which they lost 20 points. Against Charlotte, 26. Against the Rockets, 16. But it's weird because I feel like. If Wig, I feel like the biggest problem is Wiggins being hot and cold. That's the biggest problem with that team is Wiggins being mm-hmm. hot and cold. Yeah. So when Wiggins isn't playing to like as if he is a max player, it becomes a problem because it affects everything. Because then clearly, I would say right now, Derrick Rose is easily their second best player. Easily. Yeah. But you know, for D Rose, I'm thinking D Rose. I'm thinking he going for that goddamn that six man. So I don't really think he care about uh what you calling it. Well, it helps when you your team is in the playoffs to win six man. Yeah, it true. helps. True, true, true. Like true, helps true. his case. So and like yeah, he has. I feel like during the first half of the season, like the first what is this? The first full month and a half mm-hmm. of the season. If we were due to awards, yeah, he's easily my sixth man. Easily. Yeah, it's but, between him and the mic, bro. Yeah, it's between him and Harold and probably somebody else. But but easily, like, Wiggins, the the Timberwolves is going to go as far as Wiggins wants them to go. And I know that sounds weird, but Cat is easily the best player. But they it, need, they need Wiggins. Player, you said what? Cat has been playing amazing, though. Yeah, he's been playing really good since Jimmy got ran out of town. But you need Wiggins to step up and be that guy that you paid him to be that made Jimmy so pissed off that you gave him the money and not him to be. Like, be that guy. If you can't be that guy, then and, and especially if we don't make the playoffs or we end up an eighth seed again, and get swept again, then it's like, okay, we already know Tibbs is out of here. Then it's looking like, once again, like, yo, Wiggins, 
Which one of these uh no which one of these trash ass teams wants that contract? They need you're you're when you're good, you're an exciting player. You want to be the first option, clearly. So, okay, go ahead. Go crazy. Get your uh, 26 points a game. But at the same time, enjoy losing. Because we can easily get something for you. We can. <laughs> like, we want, like, so with Timberwolves, is a weird situation, honestly. Like, I can't really figure out what would be best for them. Yeah. Like, you got to, I would say, they're one of those teams, like, they have to wait till the end of the season to figure out what they would do, and it's going to be more on the off season of what the Timberwolves do. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But yeah, Definitely so. agree. But let's go into the uh, the KD situ <laughs> the KD uh, uh, quotes and statements that pretty much led to a lot of falling back into his face. Honestly, so uh, <laughs> this week. Earlier this week, uh, Bleach Report, Bleacher Report, made an article just uh, asking players why, uh, why it's like it's hard for uh, Le- the Lakers to attract another uh, All Star, Superstar level player to L.A. And KD was one of the players to really. He gave a very detailed uh, response, and to an extent, I agree, but also it, like I agree, but also I. Disagree. Well, I don't want to say disagree, but it makes him look a little funny for saying it as well. And pretty much the gist of it, because he said a lot, but the gist of it was pretty much that uh, playing with LeBron brings a lot of a a toxic environment in a sense that, in a sense that the media narrative that comes with it. If you guys are being, if you guys lose, it's yeah. everybody else's fault. When LeBron wins, it's LeBron's fault we won, and all of that. Even though I would, I would say that's half and half, right? Because when Mugs lose, <laughs> LeBron gets the blame, and all yeah. of that. But you niggas is going also get looked at in the microscope a lot harder, especially when LeBron's looking good when when y'all lose. But um, I think uh, going like I. With that part, you know, I think that's probably a small percentage. I just think it's a, you know, it's a more of a we in the we in an era where ego runs a lot of things, you know, and everybody wants a shoe deal. Everybody, and not just a regular shoe deal, like they own signature shoe. Everybody wants their own signature shoe. Everybody wants to be the leader of their team. Everybody wants to be in that big market team and running, or they wants to be that that guy who's in the face of that city, stuff like that. We go to L.A. is Bron, and then the L.A. Lakers. So you know you don't want to go over there. I would say it's more like the Lakers and LeBron in terms of like they're equal in a sense because like when you go to the Lakers, you're thinking, oh shit, I gotta live up to the standard that that that's been set for years <laughs> with Jerry West, with uh, Magic and Kareem, with Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> Whereas, like, nigga, you going to go there, you got to win. You're going to fix us, and you're going to be better. Hold on real quick. Give me one second. Keep talking. I'll be right yeah, Explain um, your thoughts. I'll be right back. So, overall, though, I feel like I get where KD was coming from, in a sense, and then him mentioning that um, players like Kawhi, Paul George, and all of that, like, they want to be their own man, which Daytra mentioned. And all of that, and they don't want to be number two to LeBron, which is comical for him to say because nigga, you left your team 
And yeah, you're the best player on the Warriors, but you went to join Steph Curry's team. And for a lot of people, no matter, you know, LeBron is like going through the, I would say the, the downward, like the slow downward part of his career. He's still easily the best player, which is not a bad thing, but I feel like a lot of people don't want to have that on their, have that on their resume that they were LeBron's number two and when they were LeBron's number two they had to take the fall for this they had to take the fall for that and all of that which is weird and it's stupid as hell because it's just like that's life like when we look at all-time greats we always going to look at who's a number twos and all of that and the consequences that came out of it but like I'm not mad at what KD said but it's also come off a little haterish as well because, like, it's LeBron at the end of the day. Like, he's going to bring that type of environment. And you can't get mad at the environment that he chooses to bring at the end of the day. So, uh, oh, don't have Trails back, but you go ahead and expound upon what you got to say. Uh, it's just what, like, I I totally agree when he said, if you're somebody like Kyle Corbin, you're more inclined to go play, which is completely true because – you Cal Corbin, and not no shade to Cal Corbin, but you got your job, you do your role, you play your role, you walk the champ, you win that championship. You're going to be like, I think it's overstated. We look back at the Miami Heat championships, right? We look back and say, not only without, not only because he made the shot, but throughout the games, without Ray Allen, they still wouldn't win. Without Mike Miller, they still wouldn't win. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, though the more vocal people went to, would say, oh, those people don't never get named. Nigga, I know without Mike Miller and Ray Allen, them dudes would not win that chip. They wasn't. But also, yeah, people forget LeBron put them in position to get there because LeBron was the only nigga trying to keep them niggas in the game to set them up for that position, though. So I know the role, and people stop. Bigger stars think. Well, crap. I'm going to be a role-playing player with LeBron. And that's not necessarily true. Everybody knew Kyrie was that good. Of course, you're going to be in the shadow of LeBron. This is how big his goddamn shadow is. But nobody's ever going to say it's Kyrie's fault that they lost that second championship. Nope. No. It was the fact that that goddamn LeBron joined the Warriors. <laughs> and when they lost that first one. It was the fact that people got injured. When you won that one, it was because you and LeBron absolutely willed that team to a victory. Literally, you and LeBron. Nobody just said it was LeBron. We talk about the shot more than we talk about the block. We do. Uh, niggas, was, niggas was really aiming for him for Kyrie MVP out that finals. Solely so, because of that shot. Uh, it's not that we forget. It's just that, like, LeBron is a... He's not even just a superstar. He's a megastar. He's the star. Mm-hmm. So, the shadow's going to be bigger. But I believe, just like, you know, with the influence of Kobe, with the influence of Magic, the influence of chips, 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 and what they're trying to get, they're going to attract another star. Will it be KD? I'm still thinking KD probably joined. It's, it's still it very be, possible. Will it be KD? Will it be Boogie? 
Will it be God darn? Will it be God darn? Um, what the heck is his name? Um, Clay. Shoot, will it be God darn Chris Middleton? I don't think he's a star. Oh, he's a, a superstar. But borderline all star. He's a border. He he can be an all all star, borderline all star level player. Um, just depends. And people are looking at it as like Paul George. Paul George gave a clear reason of why he didn't like when he said when he resigned with OKC. He said the Lakers really won. They when they got me before OKC got me. That was his clear reason of saying why he wasn't gonna be a Laker. OKC showed the love. Also, as a uh, as a mega star, you kind of don't want to be seen wearing three jerseys, you know. So it is what it is. But was it a bad decision? Heck yeah. But also, you know, he probably not thinking about chips. He probably already get, he already got his own signature shoe. So right now he's thinking about, you know, upping his brand, which I think a lot of people in the league is thinking about. So ships come last. And I, The thing is, like, I would disagree in this sense because Paul George is number two to Westbrook and he, you're in OKC. You can't really build a brand in OKC, especially when Westbrook is already that bigger-than-life-ass individual at times. But we can't – we pairing Westbrook shadows to, to – LeBron shadow, but I, I I still also don't think he didn't go to LA because of LeBron. I do not think that. I think it was more of not going to LA because he said he like LA could have got me when Indiana was trying to trade me, but they didn't give up the assets. So how much they think about me? So it could be more reasons than that that he didn't stay. Also, I'm kind of not going to win the team. To a, with a nigga that slapped me the whole entire time I was in the Easter Conference with him. So, I don't know. So, you just didn't want to be like KD. <laughs> that's what you said. To an extent. To an extent, because, yeah. like, that's the case. Hey. <laughs> but, you know, LeBron's shadow was bigger. And just the, just the way that it's played, though. I, I, I agree with KD Cowboys a lot. It's going to be hard. For him to get, it's gonna be hard for him to get a, for them to get another all star talent that's young, that's gonna be in that free agency. I think they can get Clay because I think Clay don't care about the spotlight that much either. Exactly, like, um, I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but you know when it comes, they're not. I'm 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 for sure they're not getting Kawhi. I yeah, don't I'm think for sure Kawhi's staying. I feel like there's yeah. no reason for Kawhi to leave Canada at all. Mm-hmm. But like the moment we see Kawhi in a, a a Drake music video, we know he's definitely staying. But yeah, so I it's it's I agree with his comment. Uh, no, it's some of the other things he was saying. Like, what was something else that he said? Uh, like niggas don't shout to the Bears getting a safety, but uh, he says like the toxic environment as well. Oh, true. Oh, because of the media? Yeah. Of course. Like, but I, I feel that way sometimes, too, because watch your first take. All I see is got done. Like, they make they make a small little thing and have a whole discussion of what Bron did. And I know it generates money. It always generates eyes. It generates people talking. But then again, for like a legit person who, who watched them for, for Stephen A. takes some basketball, 
I don't give a crap less. In all honesty, so it's because, weird. I'm trying to think of a pretty much the next episode or the two days from now is going to be them praising the nigga for doing the right yeah. thing. That's the yeah. So, right, it's like every other episode is about LeBron working. So, um, it's it's like even now, like you know, he is a topic of conversation for a lot of reasons. He controls his own narrative too, as much as people try to control his. But I don't know, man. Me personally, uh, I agree with KD on a lot of aspects, especially with the media holding LeBron nuts because they do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like <laughs> they hold his nuts, and, but if you a star that cares about that, then you that's kind of you kind of egotistic. If you you know the role that you played, if a sponsor. Ain't no, but like this. Ain't no sponsors not gonna talk about you because they think you blame you're the blame for a one loss out of season. Nigga, the only how they gonna actually think is a nigga get traded or something. Why wow. LeBron traded you out of all people? Stuff like that. So, like what? Kyrie being second fiddle to LeBron still got his own signature shoe. Like still what in Nike in the in the rim Nike he. Like number four or something right now, out of all the athletes. So I think in terms of shoe sales, Kyrie has one of the like that's not LeBron's shoe and Kobe's. Kobe still sells well. Um, yeah, Kyrie's probably number three because he has a very popular shoe. Like he has mm-hmm. a very popular shoe. It's very affordable, and you can dress it up outside of basketball as well too. Definitely, but uh, you know I understand. What KD said, probably could have said it way, way better, but it's KD, so. Mm-hmm. It's, it's KD, like, when KD <laughs> talks, it's like, okay, nigga, <laughs> it's yeah. it is. But um, before we uh, leave basketball, that's how, I think we need to have a dialogue about the Rockets, G. We tease this, <laughs> but if you were to tell me that, if you told, you were to tell me two months ago, that on December 9th, 2018, at 9-14, that the Rock- Houston Rockets, who, were just in the Houston, who was just in the Western Conference Finals, went to Game 7 and was 19 straight threes missed away from beating the Golden State Warriors, that they were going to be 11-14, I would Jada Kiss laugh for two hours straight. <laughs> I would Jada Kiss laugh for two hours straight. And it went from, okay, maybe Melo's the problem. Okay, they started off with injuries. To, okay, okay, uh, Melo's gone now. Chris Paul is healthy. James Harden appears healthy. What the hell? And, yes, we know that they got rid of. Uh, Trevor, well, I won't say they got rid of, but they refused to re-sign Trevor Reza and Mbabute, who are, Trevor Reza just wanted to secure the bag, shout out yep. to him securing the bag, and Mbabute, not re-signing him is still probably one of the most goofiest moves uh, that the Rockets did, because he's not a high-priced item in terms of players, like, he plays defense and he can make the corner three. So, I think he's on the Clippers not doing much right now, honestly. Because the Clippers are freaking got the definition of 
fucking deft. Literally, they got so much deft in you. So, um, but yeah, overall though, like you have two all star, superstar level players, and if there's anything, I, I'm gonna say the biggest problem might be Chris Paul. No, it's it's absolutely. It's his fault. It's, it's, his, it's his fault. Not even the fact that he's getting old. Not even the fact that he's, you know, ain't like he used to be. It's the fact that you took $170 million. <laughs> you know, like that's, I understand <laughs> that money. But Scared at what point, do you want a championship? Because you see what happened to people like Melo who wanted that bread. Now he's blackballing the league. And no, you have a different particular skill set for Paul. So you can do whatever you, you know, pass the ball and stuff like that. But at the end of your career, when you're, not in, when you're trying to get that Hall of Fame trophy, and, I mean, that Hall of Fame, no, and everybody's going to want Chris Paul. They're going to rank him at a certain level because he ain't got no rings. And then we go look at back at Chris Paul like, eh. He was that, especially with the amazing point guards we get. Eh, he's arguably top ten. Now, if the man went time, a... he's top five. Just without a ring. Who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows? I'm just saying, who knows? Man, who knows, man? Because who knows? Say, hey, what if Derrick? What if Derrick Rose somehow finesse two rings before his career under over with? What we putting Derrick Rose at? I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. I'm talking about all time. Shout to the Bears. They just scored. But if Derrick Rose secures, a, he's gonna get six man. Yeah, he, he may six sneak man in MVP, and he get two rings from being a six man on a contender. Yeah, Hall of what Fame. No, but when we put him all the time, and got the point guard, top ten, right? <sighs> you you also have to fat like this is the thing I was thinking about when I was you know when I was looking back at Rose's career that's still extremely young by the way. He was the youngest MVP, right? Yep. Awesome. You got to remember who he beat for that MVP. Also, he was only in the league for like two years when he got that MVP. So, like, that MVP speaks a lot of value credibility of being a freaking point guard. Leading that Bulls team to multiple goddamn playoffs. And I think people oversaturated his injuries before he left the Bulls, right? Because he was still doing good. No, he wasn't putting up 25 points per game and stuff like that. But you got to think about it. The dude with legs was a legit paper mache at that point. So he couldn't do all that goddamn athleticism stuff that he did. Now, if the Bulls were freaking patient and realized this is a work in progress instead of, you know, because you're not contending anytime freaking soon, they would have been a way better set-off team right now with uh, a healthy D-Rose God darn all those people that they got instead of what they are now. So, um, me personally, uh, I, I would put him in a, if he gets a raise, I'll put him in top 10. Loki, like, while ball. you was talking, I started congiling a list of who can be top 10 point guards. As of right now, I have in no particular order uh-huh. Magic, Steph, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Oscar Robertson. I threw Jerry West because I still believe he was a point guard. Like, I'm sorry. That nigga was a point guard. I don't know why they say shooting guard, but that nigga was a point guard. Chris Paul, Jason Kidd. I can't think of nobody else. Uh, 
Steve Nash. Oh, I'm th- on thank the, you. I'm on a wave that. I'm on a wave that AI. Steve Nash, so that's nine. I'm on a wave that AI point guard. I don't care. You can't call. You can't call two guard because he never guarded a two guard. Yo. Exactly, niggas guarding point guards. <laughs> like, so Magic, Steph, Stockton, Zeke, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West, Chris Paul, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Iverson. Mm-hmm. No particular order. And you think out of the preface like the Westbrook, the god darn who else? Because um, literally, Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> you think they ain't gonna top over some of them niggas? Honestly, if we don't, if if we want to go by the rules and say, okay, most people feel Jerry West is a shooting guard. Most people feel like AI is a shooting guard. Uh-huh. Kyrie and Westbrook get in. But this is the thing, though. Kyrie, and Re- I don't know about Westbrook because he might stay in Oklahoma City for the rest of his career. But Kyrie being in Boston is guaranteed a ring view, another ring before is guaranteed Agreed. another ring before you retire. So I already put stuff better than God darn. Than Chris Paul, I understand Chris Paul got legacy in the league, you know, one of the best point guards. But it was still like, you know, if I was to say, you know, who do I want a person to lead me to a championship? Even right now, I'm pointing at Kyrie because Chris Paul had the chances that he made dumb dumb decisions. Other parts, he probably his team got injured and stuff like that. But still, you had. Oh, he got hurt. Oh, he got hurt. (laughs) You had those chances. Also, Steph Curry taking a bit of his soul every time they go against each other. Steph Curry just, you know, taking inches and inches off of his career with some crossovers. But, um, but no, uh, I would pick Kyrie. And then look at what Westbrook going to have. If Westbrook get a ring, think about his accolades, right? Mm-hmm. MVP. If he get a ring on be able to get somebody else to come to OKC or something like that, or they draft real well. So in like five years, he get a ring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or like say, uh, let me think. Like say, uh, he end up getting a ring. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be the leader in triple doubles, which is a big margin. He's gonna, he's gonna be, he's gonna lead that by a lot. By a lot. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be it's, ridiculous. It's gonna be, be unbreakable. Put it like that. Ain't nobody gonna be able to break that. So, Westbrook can get in there, and then you know we got a lot of people that we don't know who could possibly, you know, probably be players. That I, I, I'm not. I can't. Like, I'm not thinking of Luca. I know we don't. Luca don't have a position at the moment. Luca can be Luca dog, bro. Luca can be in there. Uh, ben Simmons with his potential. He is listed as a point guard. Yeah, Ben Simmons so, is actually listed. Luca is listed as a guard forward, which is weird. But uh, well, even but when he was about, overseas, he was he was a guard. He wasn't necessarily ever a point guard. He was more like a forward. Man, I look at Luca on two K. Everything except for center. I swear to God, dude, you can put he him does in play four. <laughs> you can put him in. Look at that dude. But um, but no, like Ben Simmons, depending on how his career trajectory, if he can acting. Believing jump shooting, um, come on, like it is a possibility. Now I believe it's top ten all the time, but you know, at the end of his career, he's gonna be known for not making the right decisions when it comes to getting the championship. And I'm not uh, like you know me; I keep the same energy around everybody when we talk about anything. It was anime, freaking video games, things like that. So if we gonna if we gonna get you know, slander other people for being what 
three and six in the finals or something like that? Or are we going to tell other people are greater because they got this many rings? I'm going to swear to Chris Paul because he got zero. And it's, and it's blue, looking, and blue multiple opportunities. And blue, and it's looking, he never even got a chance to say he's owing something. Because he never got past. He made it to the Western Conference Finals once. And that was One last great year. point guard made it though once. Jason everybody Kidd on the list. Twice. Everybody. Jason I, Kidd made, I think Jason, Jason Kidd made it more than. Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd made three finals. Jason Kidd had three finals. One, Plus one, and one one. Uh, who else? Magic. Magic. Oh, <laughs> Literally, come on, I Steve. Certified. Uh, Steph, certified. Steph, certified. John Stockton Rose made it to an Eastern Conference final. John Most Stockton ran final. into Michael Jordan, so John Stockton ran into Michael. Uh, Oscar Robinson has a ring. Steve Nash, Steve Nash is Steve Nash in that same boat, but he has two MVPs to. Steve to his Nash name. ran into who? Steve Nash who uh, ran into Robert Horry's fist, and <laughs> it ended up causing the uh, the benches to clear on the Suns bench, and yeah. <laughs> uh, but Steve Nash made it to a rest of conference. Yeah, he made two, two. I think I want to say still more than God Dark Paul. So it's that's what I'm look at. Like, and we raking. I understand skill set, what you need in a guard, but you and, and, and what he did, what he did. And um, win no MVPs. Only award he got as a rookie. Of the- Chris. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, the only award he got is... Keep breaking up every time. I think Chris Paul is trying to get you up out the paint, G. Is the only award that um, that Chris Paul got is a rookie of the year? Yeah, let's see. Let me look at it. I believe, honestly, it is probably rookie of the year with some all-stars and stuff. Chris Paul. Achievements. Let's see. Um, NBA achievements. First, let's see. He has, in terms like, yeah, he has rookie of the year. God dang, just give me goddamn. Your basketball reference. Let me use basketball reference. Basketball reference. They got you. Hold on, find another one. Chris Paul's achievements, eight-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA, five-time, <laughs> wait, four-time, wait, one, two, three, four, four-time first-team, though, seven-time All-NBA defense, That's really good. All-Star game MVP, Rookie of the Year, and All-Rookie first-team. Do we actually rank All-Star game MVP? Some people do. Like it's still an achievement because you gotta think about it. Like with All Star MVP, everybody's put on the show, but you played harder than everybody else. You also, just, but you gotta think about it. it's people who like who had better All Star games, but never got to get the MVP because the West always like Paul George. I think dropped fifty something. Yeah, yep. I think Paul George did drop fifty one year and he didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm thinking like you know some people some people. I don't know if I count that many. I don't know if I or like somebody like Westbrook. I don't know if that's gonna matter if Westbrook don't get a, you know. Yeah. So, I, th- I, I think Westbrook has one or two. I think Westbrook has two. Yeah. It was that year that he made sure Kobe wasn't gonna get it. <laughs> he didn't. Like, that nigga did not give a damn that year. 
It was literally both both times he won, he didn't give a damn. But like the first <laughs> one was like, this nigga really don't give a shit. <laughs> this nigga did not give a shit. Oh <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're saying. I agree. Like Chris Paul really like. Every time I look at his stats, it's nothing impressive. Yeah. And, like, if you do, it's just, like, it's because, okay. And, I, like, literally, I really do throw Chris Paul first under the bus. Yeah. Then second, honestly, is just Mike the fact. Man, fucking Tony. No, I, 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 he's, he's, him and Harden, to me, is three to me. But second mm-hmm. is just the fact that they literally broke up a core part of what made them successful last year, which wasn't mm-hmm. be- because they could score their ass off and hit all them threes. It's because you had defenders who set by example and defended, took con- made it easy for Chris Paul not to have to defend the best player every possession, make it easy for James Harden where even though he has slightly improved as a defender, which is not saying much, but where Chris, pa- I mean, where you could hide James Harden a little better, and all of mm-hmm. that, and even lessen the load on Clint Compella as well to uh, just where he has to just focus on protecting the rim. So, yeah. so like the way they roster makeup is second to me because you replace a lot of some good veterans for young niggas that don't know what they got themselves into. James Ennis, for a prime example, <laughs> you don't know what he got himself into. So, Heck, you know. so yeah, so it's unfortunate, but that's just how it is, unfortunately. And then three, I would say, is between Dan Tony and James Harden. James yeah, Harden, yeah. the reason I'm saying they sharing is because for one, James Harden, if you know your team ain't playing where they should be, we need you to play at that MVP level that we need you to be. Because, like, every night, G, like, every yeah. damn night. And, yes, we know you're not the best defender, but you're bringing it every night, my nigga. Like, you're you trying every night. You're at least trying to set a tone, be like, look, I know I'm not the best defender, but I'm going to come out here and try. Mm-hmm. And then with Dan Tony, because just uh, poorly putting the right players on the, on the floor for prosperity as well. Yeah. Like, you got to make sure... Them, uh, them niggas is uh, prepared. Shout out to the Bears because I think they just got the ball back. Um, but you want to make sure they're in position. Like, you want James Ennis to know, like, nigga, I believe in you. I We we put you on this team. I believe in you, G. I'm going to use you mm-hmm. to success. And unfortunately, it's not come out to be that way. So, it's like, to me, both of them share that blame. Yeah, I... What's going on with them is really weird. Um, uh, it's just like you look. You look at where they could. If he didn't take that much money, is the thing. Agreed. Like, why did you take that much freaking money? Mm-hmm. And you know, and somebody brought out. I was reading a comment section. I love reading comment section on some trash basketball takes. But somebody said it better. KD took less. It ended up getting what? LeBron took less. It ended up getting what? A ring. Wade, Bosch, they all took less to get a ring because they knew what it took to God darn win. 
Why didn't you? And that's what I'm. That's that's what I'm like. Why didn't you take less to get what you know that you needed? Because people are going to count how many rings on your finger. People with one ring is going to look one ring on their resume way better than if you play the same position. So. I don't know. I just I have to ask Chris Paul. You know why didn't he take less? I just have to ask him one day. Chris Paul, come on to the podcast, man. We're not going to send you at all. You ain't Paul Pierce. Exactly. But, if you're Paul Pierce, we can you to think about Exactly. Um, but like, why did you take less? What made you not want to? Because they, I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking when when like our hero Trevor Reza not taking no less. And they needed to keep him out of Muta. And you actually think that y'all was going to be able to compete without Mamute and Trevor Ariza being your two best defensive players at that time, along with Clint Capella. And they was, they was on the verge of not even keeping Clint Capella. It took them a minute to sign Clint Capella. That's very true. Because they think, I think they was, they was so focused on getting God, um, what's his face? Uh, Mellow and also they were so focused on it was somebody else they thought they were gonna get a free agent. But like Oh, and I think they was I also they thought they were honest. No. Um But it, it's so weird. It's so weird. I, I honestly I honestly it's gonna puzzle me for the rest of Chris Ball Chris Parker. And continue talking, I gotta find a way to put this charger in. I'm feeling the effects of having an eight because I, I'm using my headphones when my phone got a charge. Oh, see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're going to have to uh, buy that little uh, multi-port thingy. You, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need that multi-port. So, shout out to you uh, getting that. Uh, uh, what I was about to say, um, is there a way for Discord that I could put? I use it on my other put y'all on speaker, but I can't find that on the iPhone. I never uh, did it. So, um, wow, you, you, it's no, you just got the phone. The battery shouldn't be about to die. Yeah, I have had this thing on it all day since what? Um, since I got like at one o'clock and I didn't do any charging to it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's lasting longer. I just don't want it to die in the middle of a conversation. Before like, what, we get what percentage you on? 14. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. Right. Keep talking though. But, um, but yeah, so overall though, like the Rockets have to figure something out. Like they were in a running of trying to get Trevor Ariza back, which I'm not mad at them for. But like when I look at their roster, just like you, I literally forgot they have PJ Tucker at times. I forgot Nene's on their team as well. <laughs> literally, they got a lot of dudes. I f- Michael Carter Williams is on their team. Like, when I look at their team, it's just, like, it's not built the same. Like, you got, like, they replaced a lot of veterans for young vet, younger veterans who weren't prepared, who wasn't ready for what was to come when you joined this team. And that's a risky thing to do, especially when you had the Warriors on the ropes. You were up 3-2. You were up 3-2. Gotta hold that, by the way. Exactly. So, 
like you was in position to get the Golden State Warriors out of here. And mm-hmm. you failed. And you decided not to at least keep the same pieces, but not to add anything of value. Not only that, you thought you was going to contend with what you had. You thought that, that Phoenix Sun trade was going to do something. <laughs> I thought, like, when I thought, and then this thing is, uh, the niggas they got have been injured. They haven't they played. Don't know why they got Brandon. Marquise Chris. I don't even know if that do the project or. Dude oh, about to be out the league. But, like, <laughs> they haven't. They haven't been healthy. They haven't. It's weird. They they, they wrote themselves in the hole. You know, also, and I don't want to hear nothing about people talking about, oh, defense in this goddamn league. is. Look what happens when you lose two defenders on the team. This is what happens, dude. So I don't hear nothing about all oh, the defense that I this is, this is this is this is what happens when you don't have no defenders. So But ain't no excuse for Harden. He's a great player last year and I know we love LeBron James god darn um in in our, our, our podcast. But last year when Bron was going that Cleveland team and that Cleveland team had no defense, what so ever, guess what happened? He made it work. So, ain't no excuse for James Harden either. I agree. He has to make it work. You gotta make it work. MVP, now it's like, what was that MVP season? What did you do? So, who knows, man? Uh, man, it's, we it's, gotta look and see, like the lady say on the second floor. Gotta look and see. But. <laughs> 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 thing is, I know who you talking about. That's the F thing. <laughs> gotta look and see. Hey, man. Um, you do. But let's go into wrestling. So, um, so the main notable thing when it came to wrestling was that uh, when we did talk about this outside the podcast, that uh, this past week on Raw, God damn it, Mitch! Uh, this past week on <laughs> Raw, um, and they about to run in for a touchdown. No, okay, they stopped them. But uh, that literally, this was the lowest rated Raw ever, and to a lot of people, it was one of the worst Raws they ever seen. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Which is, it's effed up. It's it's really effed up, G. No, it, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is, but. Me, I you know that raw was bad. I, scratch that. The raw before that one was garbage. I don't that know what garbage. people let that raw was. The raw before that was garbage. Very. Um, but I will say this: one thing I did like about this past episode of raw was uh, Dean Ambrose. G. Yeah, Dean Ambrose. That's <sighs> with me. And you know how you think, right? With me, I hate when they – what they doing right now. And the Bears I got the ball back. Shout out to the Bears. I'm actually rooting for them to beat the Rams to get the city some hope. But um, what I'm trying to say – I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say, uh, 
for me, you can't do all this for Dean Ambrose and Seth, but focus on goddamn Barry Corbin and the injured Braun Strowman. Like, that's why I be th- I honestly be thinking they think we're dumb, Joe. Uh, nobody cares. No, nobody cares about God darn injured Braun Strowman and 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 Baron Corbin. They're they're it's trash. Yeah, it, honesty, it is. It really it's is. Trash. It's very very bad. God, I'm getting blown back. Um, but what I do like is that a lot of wrestlers are not um how you say they're not how I put this they're not kind of giving up they're keeping they're keeping their head up and trying to do the best with what they got agree I respect that cause um you can be you can be in this situation and you can just continuously bring out just but crap the god darn um, content. Mm-hmm. And they're not. They're actually, you know. They're, they're doing the best what they can, which yeah. put give the crowd a show. It's mm-hmm. just when your writers isn't giving you that same energy, the writers, yeah. producers, and give you that energy, it's, it's it makes it hard for like us who are watching on TV to really enjoy it Definitely. in a way like at least if you're there live okay you're getting some dark matches that's fire in between you're enjoying mm-hmm. the matches you're seeing those live but for us on tv who's just who has to see see it it's just like yo what the hell <laughs> it's weird i think the and not just you know because i know we like the clown on saudi but that saudi stuff really hurt them when it came to storytelling because we see a lot of the same thing, and I wasn't, so, I wasn't so much of those one of those people who be like, man, I hate to see the same thing. You know, I'm getting tired of seeing what they doing with 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 the riot squad versus the same people. Like at this point, just bland spread the riot the riot squad. Um, also, um, uh. You got Andrew Braun Strowman still somehow being the ghost of the show. The three biggest stars are like behind, which is Drew, Goddard, Seth, and Dean. They're like afterthoughts. I miss the authority. Like, at least we got something with the authority every week, and it was low key kind of. And Seth they were Braun- at least building people up, too. And Seth Rollins was putting on matches with every freaking guy in the middle lower mid car mm-hmm. it was good matching um, which helped build really up town i really miss cena um it's this is weird yeah i i can't nothing nothing can really save you but freaking the superman roman reigns uh you gotta fight with the big homie upstairs so <laughs> it's it's scary too because when you start calling these nxp guys up what do you do? Like, where? Because where are you going to put these? This influx of talent. 
Are you gonna automatically all, right, all these dudes are lower mid card, put them nowhere? I'm wondering what they're gonna do, what makes the man got in his head to keep these guys relevant because you got so much talent now and you're doing nothing with it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It is. It's a really. It's unfortunate because this is your A show. Yep. And you're missing your your guaranteed A show talent. And I think I feel like I say this every episode in wrestling. This is their greatest batch of talent. Like up and down. Like even your jobbers can put on a show if you give them that opportunity. It's just this falls back on Vince McMahon and, and the writing team. And like even what you said, Saudi Arabia kind of screwed over a lot of storylines just to appease them mm-hmm. and i was listening to this one podcast uh first black champs really good podcast by the way um they they were talking about how like they should have treated those pay-per-views as like like throwaways in a way like yeah. not throwaways but like they're not they're separate from what's going on on tv if that makes sense like and Waz that's how, just Waz is dropping another bomb two hours ago. It says it's gonna be a three team trade for Trevor Ariza for the Lakers. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> but uh, back to WWE. Um, it's they they shouldn't throwaways in the sense of you could have made us some more battle royals. Like the like the greatest Royal Rumble wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It was a really good pay per view. AJ match. We had some good matches. It's just that everything else, the Melbourne show, all these other, it was just bad stuff. And it's because you, you already have so much content through the network, through this. So when you, instead of you having a match with Goddard, Brush, I mean, with AJ Styles and, 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 and Samoa Joe for the 15th time, you say, let's have an interpromotional match. Let's do AJ Styles versus Finn Balor again. Rematch from when they did it at TLC. Mm-hmm. Instant classic. Let's have let's have Seth and AJ, the man for both promotions, who is truly the best. Instant classic. Like, you can book matches that'll make people still interested without ruining current storylines. Instead, mm-hmm. if you want to involve the storylines, have AJ, I mean, have Samoa Joe come out and bust a bomb, both of them, having a no contest, just in case that you can bring up, oh, you know, you never beat me, right? Oh, you also never beat me either. Mm-hmm. If they ever get moved to Raw, if Raw get moved to SmackDown, you can do these things without hurting. I'm pretty sure the Saudis don't give a crap as long as they see Hulk Hogan or something, though. So, or John Cena. So, it's no oh, John excuse. Cena was no part of. <laughs> so, no, part of. no excuse. You got Bobby Lashley out here doing legit cool things. It's legit. He's shaking his butt. The so, yeah, G. It, it, it's like, what the hell, G? It's sad, G. It's so yeah, sad. Yeah, I, and I understand comedy reasons. Leo Rush is doing a really good job of being a heel manager. Shout out to my nigga Leo Rush. But Future Teddy Long. Bro, that nigga actually turned ball and started saying player. Bruh. But, 2030, uh, he's going to be the SmackDown gen- general manager. 
Man, but um, twenty twenty five is gonna be. But a if referee. you look at a SmackDown, not having a heart, not having that much of a bad time. Daniel Bryan and being an awesome heel champion, mm-hmm. like it is getting really, really hard not to like him. Uh, well, to like him because of the way he talked, he talking smug. You know, Daniel Bryan is always gonna be a likable guy, but when you when you rely on kayfabe, you know, when you look at people like Samoa Joe, you got like Samoa Joe. When you look at people like freaking. Drew McIntyre, you gotta look at you gotta like Drew McIntyre. So looking back at looking at this, I'm like, you know what? This nigga Dan Bryan ain't half bad. So and no feuding with AJ, this is another really, really good match at TLC. I don't know if they got a stipulation, but if they don't have a stipulation and in a raw match they got no stipulation, is the women only one getting a stipulation? Cause then at that point just do not call that pay per view TLC. Like, just call it a pay-per-view. Uh, you can call it anything but TLC. You can call it No Mercy or something. So, like, you Might as well. don't, don't call it. Don't call it TLC. If you're only going to have one TLC match and no other matches going to have stipulations. I think another match is a table match, though, but still, who gives a crap? Table matches are legit boring to me sometimes. They are. At this point, like, if it's not a tag team table match, yeah. I really don't care for. Like, single. And if you don't have freaking Dion and, and Devon and goddamn Bubba Ray doing some goddamn wild shit with some tables, I really don't care. Agreed. <laughs> I definitely agree. But, like, while we are in discussion at TLC, that's. Like, let's just look at the card right now, because, like, TLC is next week, so. Yeah. Um, possibility you. We, they get the card out? Yeah, the card is out. Like at this point, oh, like I feel so bad. yeah. So, um, pretty much right now we got Daniel Bryan versus AJ rematch. There's no stipulation yet. Um, Seth Rollins versus Dean, no stipulation yet. Braun versus Baron Corbin TLC match. It has a stipulation. Wait, so they got the stipulation? Yep. What? Why? Braun is just going to destroy him. We're going to get 15 minutes of Braun Strowman work, G. Look, I'm not mad, but we kind of got a Dean and Seth TLC match. Something wrong with Mixer Man, G. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Continue with the rest of the card. Yep. Uh, Ronda versus Nia Jax. Um, This is probably going to be match of the night. Becky... Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Oscar for the women's belt. That has to close the show. It's probably not. It's probably if it's probably not, but it's it has a chance though. But I don't think it will. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Bar versus the Usos versus New Day. Um, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Go away match. Yep. Uh, Elias versus Bobby Lashley. Go away match. And. Natalia versus Ruby Riot. Oh, this oh. got a stipulation. Tables, Tables man. Right? Yep. So fucking stupid. So pretty much you have literally your Intercontinental belt and your your SmackDown belt, which is the arguably right now the main belt of the company, don't have stipulations in their match in a pay-per-view where it is called TLC. And if you were to ask me, they full of shit. <laughs> Yo, the WWE on the WWE games can make a better TLC lineup, Joe. They're just stipulations out the wazoo. Like, don't. 
don't don't call it a chill. And Hell in a Cell, they had Hell in a Cell for like some of the big matches. I think they had three Hell in a Cell matches. It was three. It was three, which makes sense for the bigger matches. And for yeah. your bigger matches, which is the IC belt, the uh, the IC belt, the WWE Championship, and, and the, the SmackDown Women's. And SmackDown Women's. Hell, I would even say Ronda should honestly get a stipulation too. Oh, I don't wear a seat. I don't wear a seat, you, you, in a way, you have to to protect Ronda. But true, but you already got her going again, so it's gonna be really hard to protect her at that point. But, exactly. So, um, like th- those should have stipulations at least. At least the WWE Championship match and the IC belt need to have stipulations. Definitely. Because, like, if they're just straight up going one-on-one and it's a pay-per-view called TLC, like, what the hell? I'll settle for no disqualification. Yeah. I'll settle for that. No big human. But, you know, they're so linear with their fucking. They probably would have made that. Oh, that's the blow-off match of no big human. You're ruining Because the Shensuke feud was me. You got another dream at you, and it's like what they did with Samoa Joe is disrespectful. I want to block that out of my memory. Don't get me started on that, man. And so when you have you have this, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. So whatever they, I just they ain't Daniel Daniel Bryan gonna put on a great match. It they is. put on a great match. Whether has a stipulation or not, it's gonna be a really good match. Stephanie Dean gonna put on a fantastic stipulation or not. But the stipulation would have made it so much better. I don't think Vince McMahon no NXT is a thing. Because at this point, your pride got to get involved where your son-in-law product is way better than yours. Mm-hmm. Your way son-in-law is out there flat. putting in their, work. Their two-hour pay-per-views is better than your five-hour WrestleMania Strava again. You got to hold that. Yep. I don't think nobody telling him in his head because they're too scared of getting god darn said damn it to about 5,000 times. Like, at this point, if I was Vince, I'd say, bro, leave the booking to trip. Yeah, I'll settle for I, Stephanie at least because Triple H is going to be in the Steph- ear. I think Stephanie is part of the reason we got some nice some Nikki Bella matches, G. Mm. So, um,. But no, like Triple H, leave the book in the Triple H and have God. Uh, oh, I think Stephanie McMahon is going to also be the one to say, yeah, make Finn Balor the demon gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> they, they nipped that one in the bud real quick. I have a ballot club in a minute. But, um, no, like, uh, with, if you visit, I did just work on the sponsors. And work on business part of wrestling. Just tell them, hey, I want Roman Reigns head gancho. Cool. Nothing right. They the rumor that they said Vince McMahon has been the one controlling the shows lately. The shows. Some Johns are booty crap. And it shows. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. It is. Like it, it legit shows because it comes off out of touch. It shows that he don't know what's going on. Like with it, with his own developmental company, which is in itself is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and 
it shows that you really don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with your own brain. You don't know what to do with your own company. And it's sad. But, like, on the business aspect, he's keeping for, like, that Fox deal is amazing. Yeah, like, it's cool, but, like, Like your product. Yeah, your product is so bad. And I can't even cap for WWE no more. Like, I can't. So, it is what it is, man. I'm going to keep watching because I grew up. But it's so hard to watch something that's this bad. It is. And I hope you're a rule of the goddamn. All elite wrestling is freaking fake. Even though I don't think they're gonna be able to touch a candle to the WWE. Yeah, no, and I think a little bit of competition is gonna help, but still, like, stupid. By the way, it's just stupid. Just stupid. It's it just stupid. It's sad, but but we'll end it on that note. Hope uh, next week is Survivor. I mean, not Survivor Series. TLC. So you'll definitely get a podcast, probably. You like afterwards or during it? We could do during the last hour, so at least that way you get live takes. So that's that's yeah. something I want us to do on pay per view uh, days. We do it on pay per views, like we do it during the last hour. So yeah. by then, like by the time we finish with the basketball segment, we can at least like give live takes on the main event or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so definitely be on lookout. For episode 11, where we definitely will be giving some live takes on TLC pay-per-view. Preferably is good. Preferably is be- like better than what the card says. <laughs> because if you've been listening since episode 1, our energy towards wrestling has dropped significantly each time and gets more and more negative. It's so, extremely hard to generate topics. Bro. It is. You don't have to start going off the product and just start going off of what we you as a wrestler and stuff like that exactly or we just literally become an nxt uh oh only. quick things quick things i know uh if people do like uh, it's talking about like usc and stuff like that they had a great event last night um shevchenko is the new champion i forget she beat uh yoena joe chafchik whatever no i'm just sound like she'll that. literally she sounds like the type of woman that would literally not- break you Yo, yo, why not? I know how to say her last name. I just can't say it right now. I know how to say her last name. But, um, well, yeah, Valentina Shevchenko won dominant fashion. Um, and then Max Holloway and, and, um, Brian Ortega had a fantastic match. Max Holloway is a dog. Nigga from Hawaii. Straight savage. Gave them nigga mitts. Um, <laughs> And Max Holloway, I think, I mean, I think Brian Otago was on like a 13 fight, a 13 and 0, like MMA streak or something like that. Mm. It was really good. He had one no contest, but it was really, really good. Good fight, main event. Uh, next time we'll be talking this little stint of UFC, um, it'll probably be John Jones versus, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Alexander Gustafson. So, so um, yeah, which would be amazing. Yeah, also, DC is injured right now. The big yeah, according to Dana White. And he don't know what the hell Brock Lesnar wants to do. <laughs> That's what I was going to mention Lesnar that. Brock Lesnar got more matches. So, we definitely, Brock Lesnar definitely keeping that belt to many of guys. So, yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, and that's probably when he dropped it and then focused on UFC. So, it's going to be a bittersweet moment. It's going to be better that we got to see Brock Lesnar match again in 20 God darn 19. But it's going to be sweet that we probably don't have to see him wrestle again in 2019. So, hey, 
Um, hopefully it's the best Seth Rollins. But, uh, yep, that's all I got for the UFC news. Other than that, some dude got knocked out like in five minutes or two minutes or something like that. And some dude was bloody just heck. Like, there was blood dripping everywhere. Nigga got beat by somebody. Nigga, if your name Gunner Nelson and you don't know how to fight, I can't respect you. <laughs> gee, your name is Gunner and your last name Nelson. Gee, you, you have, your hands have to be of legend. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Gunner Nelson. Anointed. Anointed. <laughs> like after you after you win the fight, you literally take a minute and pray to God. And then the first thing you say, shout out to my Lord and Savior, G, for my hands. <laughs> like, he gonna be he gonna have that it's balling swag, my nigga. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, but yeah, that's in the episode on that note. But appreciate you guys for listening. Uh this is Shouts for 10 episodes. That's definitely a big, 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 big deal. So I appreciate you guys for that. The support and everything. Just like I stressed on the Black Otakus podcast, it means a lot for you guys to listen. But it means a lot more when you guys like, share, and subscribe to our stuff. It means when you like it, it means you're rocking with what we're doing. The content and everything, you like the episode, it means... I could take note of something and run with it for the future. When you share, it means you want us to be big. It means you rocking us where you want people to be like, yo, here these two niggas talk about basketball and then shift into into wrestling and maybe a little combat sport here and there. Or hear me yell about the Bears during the middle of a podcast if I'm watching them. But... It means a lot when you do that. And then when you subscribe, it just means you legit a fan, G. And that means a lot is when <laughs> we become the fan. Shout out to Daytra shouting that cough out. That means he, I'm, he's alive. Cousin called me Black Love from God Darn Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. But anyway, but as I was saying, but when you guys subscribe, it means you guys legit, legit rocking with the brand. You support us in every way. And it just means a lot. So please like, subscribe, and share our, uh, the content, G. We do got a lot more coming and all of that. And on a real, G, like 10 episodes for this podcast is a big deal because this is something we've been working on for a long time. Like long, long, long time. And we did it. But um, make sure you follow the Facebook page, No Chill on the Podcast, for all news on all No Chill content. Be on the lookout for our gaming channel. Continue to support Black Otakus. We did drop an episode earlier today on We're Sunday, so it is up as when you listen to it. Very good episode. Very, very good episode on um, power scaling and also Daytra showing his love for Full Metal Alchemist. So. <laughs> It's not over, so he's probably gonna go on a two-hour rant on the next episode. So be on the lookout for that. But um, yeah, <laughs> it will happen. But um, but yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. It's your boy Chris J signing out. Peace.